a Pulp MX Network production. With your support of our sponsors, we have reached over 800 podcasts and counting. Click that Amazon banner on Pulp MX to help us out. Donate via Patreon if it suits you. And as always, support your moto addiction by buying from our sponsors. It's the Steve Mathis Show on RacerX.com. Presented by Fox Racing. The original moto podcast. Featuring legends of the past, stars of today, season previews and race reviews, introspection, opinion, facts, and laughs. Here's your host, Steve Mathis. Welcome everybody to the RacerX Online 250 Motocross Season Preview Podcast. Thanks for listening everybody. RacerXOnline.com forward slash subscribe to the magazine. Please get it. Otherwise we're not going to do these pods anymore. We're just going to stop. Never be any more pods ever again. So you got to subscribe to the magazine. Fox Racing is presenting this. Foxhead.com, the global innovation leader in motocross racewear. 2016 stuff out now. 2017 stuff out coming soon. Roxon, Dungey, just some of the guys that wear uh, Fox. Fox Racing, everybody. Check them out. Um, Flex Air and uh, lots of cool LE stuff as well as the uh, glow-in-the-dark Fox gear. So um, thanks for listening. My name is Steve Mathis. With me, um, as usual, to break down the 250 MX class that is starting this weekend at Hangtown, the Lucas Oil AMA Pro Motocross Championships. First up, my boss at RacerX, Jason Wygant. What's up, Weech? Yeah. Got a tweet yesterday that someone said, I subscribed to RacerX magazine because Pulp Mex threatened me. I'll take it. Yeah, 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 we don't care. Yeah. Uh, we'll, we'll threaten harder if we find it actually works. Yeah. The torture, the beatings will continue until morale improves. Perhaps we send Pike to some addresses. We, perhaps we get some addresses and we send Pike out. That's right. Yeah, um, if Pike gets uh, 12th in the first couple races, we'll send him to your house to take his frustration out. <laughs> also on the line, former uh, Montreal Supercross champion, former Canadian moto competitor, Blackfoot Honda, Jason Thomas. What's up, JT? What's going on? You're so bitter that you had to go to Canada and then you had to do arena cross. I think arena cross. Because it kept you from breaking the top 10 in all-time national starts. Well, the Canada thing was my choice. I made a lot of money up there. Yeah. I was uh, I was top privateer in, in outdoors that year. I left. <clears throat> so I only have myself to blame for that. Oh. Um, the other ones were just uh, in 08. We decided to take half the summer off. And oh, then that's I was, right. You I was the, hurt a couple of years, too. You did the Dade City races. We did. 2010, we did Dade City. 2008, we did half the series. 2002, uh-huh. I was hurt. Really? So, the Butler Brothers, Suzuki team, or Honda, or whatever it was, only Honda. did only did half an outdoor series? We did. We did. Uh, 2008, we did half the half the outdoors, yep. And everybody was just like, whatever? Nobody cared? Uh, cool? We tried it. You know, it was just kind of, uh, it was a break. It helped our budget. Um, we did like the key ones, you know, like key races that we felt like were really important, and we oh. skipped other ones. I didn't uh, know but it. But then, oh. yeah, so sponsors weren't thrilled about it, so we ended up going back in 09. Interesting. I had no idea. Just BT, BTO, BBMX uh, at the time would have been DNA or whoever. Just, it was uh, DNA, yeah. Yeah. Only went to half the outdoors. Huh. What you, yeah. you know, well, know? you mean it was great. JT got to help out and do some pre-race shows at uh, I remember Millville for sure. I think he did a few more that year. It was awesome. We had JT available. Oh, you, I don't remember. That was even yeah. uh, that was 2010. That was the year we did Date City. You did. I know you did one year when uh, I know you did one of them with us when Stu. Maybe it was after a race and you still did it. In the perfect season in 08. I know you did one and we yeah, said, that's ladies right. and gentlemen, yep. the streak is over. Jason Thomas went one one to end it. Sorry, Stu. Was that bottom line? Yeah, bottom line show era too, I guess. Right? Probably. Yeah. Yeah. Me and yeah. Teen Wolf running around. That was, you need to bring that back. Can't do it, bro. I know you tell me that all the time. Can't. Not There's not, not enough time. You can't do it. There's not enough time to do it. There's just just make time. <laughs> make time. <laughs> Man, these races they go crazy fast now. They're they're nuts. And and actually, truthfully, I wish there was a bit more time because I do feel like uh, in a mutter. The mechanics, there's so much work to do in the outdoors for these bikes. I, these guys need more time. Like I hear, I hear it time and time again from these teams that the horn is going to, to stage and they're just doing their regular maintenance on these bikes. So I wish there was more time everywhere. So, all right, I say bring it back. Yeah, I agree. We uh, we t- we talked about uh, the tracks and the new addition to the series in the 450 motocross preview. So let's skip all that. Go right to the nitty gritty. Right to the 250 motocross preview. Um, 
Adam Cincerillo probably should finally just walk to this title, probably just finally meet all his expectations, stay healthy, perhaps win 20 out of the 24 motos and uh, take the title, right? That's, that's what's going to happen. Do we all, we all agree? The golden child? Uh, I think 20 out of 24 is maybe a little much. I mean, I'm thinking half. <laughs> um, well, first up, uh, Jeremy Martin. I, he, hard to pick him, pick against him to get his third title. He'll join Glover and uh, Barnett and Villapoto and some guy named Carmichael as the only uh, three-time winners in this class. I, I mean, if Webb's wrist is good, then it's a coin flip. It really is, to me, a coin flip, and, and I don't know who I'm going with. But uh, Webb came into the series last year, hurt a little bit. This year he's got a bad wrist. It's uh, I'll start with you, JT. Hard to see anybody but Jmart winning this. I just I, I look at it, I think about it. I'm I'm like I just it hard to see anybody I, but Jmart winning this. Yeah, he's he's the easy favorite. I think um, if if you unless you're wearing a you know Monster Energy Kawasaki hat, I think everyone has him pegged to be the champ. So do you let me yeah. ask you this who's a bigger favorite in their class Jmart or Dunge? No, it's not even close. I don't oh, even okay. I mean right. yeah, I would say It's, it's Jmart. Yeah, by a, a wide margin. I mean that's oh. not even a Oh wow. Okay, a wide margin. Wow, okay. <clears throat> yeah, I I Weech, you would you would argue that or no? No, I wouldn't argue that at all. I mean, if Webb's not there, for sure. If Webb is it's different, but if Webb's not there, yeah, he's Way bigger favorite than Dunge. Okay. Martin, Martin's okay. a two-time champ, and this would, would I would say, be his easiest path in the third year. So, okay. I, you know, I think this is the the best chances he's had. You know, he doesn't have to face Muskan. He doesn't have to face lots of guys that have moved up, guys like Bogle. Uh, his biggest rival is injured. So, you know, it <laughs> looks pretty cut and dry to me. Uh, what about Webb? Um, got a bad wrist, going to race Hangtown. Um, we talked a little bit about this on the Infab Fantasy Moto uh, podcast, JT, with Dan Truman. Like, it's hard to see him, you know, just racing 24 motos. He's not going to be able to practice much, I guess. It, it's just hard to see him being, A, in top form, and, B, making it all the way through this. Yeah, I don't see him going. Uh, I, I made a prediction yesterday that he wouldn't make it out of the first round, but um, I don't see him making it far. If he makes it out of the first round, it's not going to last long. I'd, whether it's out of frustration or whether it's out of too much pain, um, I just I think he's going to pull the plug, whether it's voluntary or involuntarily. What do you think, Weege, about Webb? And what's your thoughts? I'm really pumped that he's even going to try because I think he's only doing it out of his own competitive spirit and pride. Like I think he just wants to beat Martin. He wants to get mm-hmm. the title. I mean, it's sad to say, we discussed this a couple times already on these shows recently, it's sad to say that we live in an age where he could just say, nah, and it would be fine. Well, there would be no pressure from Yamaha, hurt. no pressure from sponsors. He's hurt. Well, no, but, he's hurt. No, I understand he's hurt. No, yeah, he can't just say it if he wasn't hurt. But it's not like in other sports you would have the scenario of, you just have to suck it up, man. I mean, this is it. This is for the franchise. This is for the city. This is to win the title. you got to try to suck it up. And when dudes don't suck it up, they get heat uh, from people. You know, there's controversies in the NFL that have gone on forever. Was the quarterback hurt enough to not play in a playoff game? That kind of thing. You know, I, maybe that's unfair, but that's just how it works in other sports. But here, it's not going to affect Cooper Webb's career, future payment in any way, shape, or form if he doesn't race outdoors this year. That's just the way it works. So... He's only doing it, I feel, on pride, which is awesome, because I don't think a lot of guys do that now. So good for him. But still, I just don't know how in navicular, no matter how tough you are, they're just really nagging bad injuries. Um, so I don't, know how it, I don't know how this fixes itself. And even if it did fix itself tomorrow, what kind of prep time is already lost? Mm-hmm. That's got to be a huge change. Yeah, and, and Jamar just, I mean, we, he's, he's, to me, like, his bike's great. The bike is really good. He's got all the experience of winning two moto, two championships now. He's in shape. We know that. Like he just has to follow his same playbook. And and like JT said, the competition maybe is the weaker than it's ever been in his three title in his two three three times in the class. And he'll win. I mean, it's 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 not hard to see. Yeah, depending on Webb, it, this would be this would be essentially. The 450s. If Roxon had a broken wrist and Tomac was already out, uh, injured, yeah, and then look at Dungey's odds. That's all we're saying. I'm not saying Martin's better than Dungey. It's just got to look at anyone else besides Webb. He's pretty much already taken down 
for this title already. Yep. Uh, you know, Webb was hurt last year, so you can't really say that. But everybody else, he, he's already beaten. It's funny to talk to and Jay Mart. You, you don't you don't uh, talk too much JT like as far as like after the races and stuff and all that reporter wise, but you talk to him after the race. Um, Weege and I do that too, and you'd never know that he won or he's got a big points lead. He's always like, man, it was a tough one today. Man, it was tough. And uh, these guys are great, and uh, I'm glad we made it happen. But who? And you're like, bro, you just smoked everybody. <laughs> he's he's pretty understated. You notice that about him, Weege? I think he's got the perfect mentality, like for this situation. I mean, you saw probably three or four times last year, like a panic type situation where it didn't. He made the most of it. Uh, so we now have seen him win a title pretty much by a huge margin, and one that was down to the wire, and he handled both fine. Uh, so. Yeah, I mean, honestly, if the other dudes are hoping that, oh, maybe he has some problem or bad luck or meltdown, he's probably not even going to give you that. No, he's he's very even keel. Never too high when he's winning. Never too low when it kind of goes bad. He's he, Yeah, he's got a good mentality. Um, the next group of guys, and we hope Webb can make it. None of us Do, do any of us think he, Webb races 24 motos? J, Weege, JT, you don't. Weege? I hope he does, but I don't, yeah. I don't see it. Weege, what do you think? Yeah, same as JT. I yeah. mean, can we all agree that we're all disappointed? Like, we would have loved to have seen Webb do this and fight it out. This would have been spectacular, right? We're not pumped on this news. Mm-hmm. We're just telling it like it is, right? Yeah, it, it's interesting that going into 450s, Webb has two Supercross titles. J-Mart could have three outdoors and no indoors, and everyone's more excited about Cooper Webb. We talked about this a little bit somewhere on one of my shows at some point, but it is interesting. It's an interesting uh, look at our sport a little bit, and maybe it's flip flop from you know years ago where the three time motocross champion people would be freaking out over. So they're they're really coming into the 450s next year, you know, kind of opposite. It's kind of weird this situation though. I mean, you can't find quite a parallel for J Mart where you were this good outdoors but didn't win. I mean, heck, didn't Barnett win the 250 Supercross title in the midst of his yeah, three yeah. 125 national title? So. And Carmichael had a perfect season in, in 125 Supercross in the midst of his run. And Villapoto had a title in the midst of his run. It's, it's, there's really no parallel for this one. It is interesting. Villapoto only won one out of three 250 Supercross titles. But he still got the one. Yeah. He still got the one. So. Yeah, and he was, he was bad fast. I mean, it was just a matter of time. You're like, okay, he's going to be fine. Yeah, he had the canard year, the canard battle into the uh, finish line, and then he had a broken collarbone to start the series, I think, one of them. Um, yeah, and he had a wrist problem that year. That oh, was it a wrist? Well. Oh, oh, the, well, the, right. the, yeah. It's just interesting, I guess. But still, just having that uh, one. In, <laughs> yeah, it is weird. My wife's rattling me here. So he was. He, he. You're right. He did only win one, but I think you could make a case that he was the best guy. In yeah, the ones he yeah, lost, and you can't you know? say that for J Mart. You can't say, oh, he was the best guy. No, Mookie yeah. was definitely the best guy this year. Right. So it's interesting. I'm. I'm Five years from now, I'm interested to see where these two jerkies are in their career as a 450 premier class dude, indoors and out. I'm really interested to see how this works. Like maybe J-Mart, you know, the, the outdoor titles, and, and are we see J-Mart clearly better than Webb um, in five years from now for whatever reason, and he's a consistent top five guy in Supercross, and he's winning outdoors. You know, or, or maybe Webb's just going to be better in both, indoors and out. Maybe all of a sudden Webb catches fire, stays healthy. Got to remember, Webb came into this outdoor series last year with an ankle issue, and now this year he's got a wrist injury. So we really haven't seen Cooper at 100% for a couple of years. So five years from now, should be interesting to see these two guys. That's kind of where I'm coming. All right, great, guys. Uh, we'll thanks, thanks, thanks for agreeing yeah. me. Thanks for agreeing with me. Well, here's what I, I think the industry is looking at it like this. Webb's better in Supercross. And he might be the same outdoors. I think that's the way they're looking at it. Right. Um, so that's why he's, I think, getting more of the hype. Yeah, yeah, should be interesting. Uh, who do you think is better in five years, JT? I got to go with Webb. I got to go with Webb. I think yeah. uh, I think Webb has the has you know that it factor. I, I think Jmart is going to win another title and be a three-time consecutive winning you know champion. Mm-hmm. I just think that Webb has the the next level skills for a 450 in Supercross, and I don't know that Jeremy Martin does. I could be wrong. Yeah, no, I'm with you. I think five years from now, I think we see Webb being having the better career. Um, And and we've seen that, right? And the the pursuit of these guys by other teams is not just us. You know, I think 
the the buzz around the pits has been more you know much more about Webb than Jmart. And you, whether that's deserving or not is is anybody's guess, but that's you, how it's been. What do you think, Weege? Who's better in five years? Yeah, I, I agree with you guys. Like I said, the Supercross thing is a massive difference. Mm-hmm. The 450 thing that Webb has already shown is a big difference. Uh, and also, Webb is younger. Like Jmart is sneakily older than you would think. Isn't he like 24 or something like that? I think or 23. I think Webb's like 20. Um, so I think that's a. It, it gets to be less of a factor as you get older. The difference in ages doesn't matter as much. But uh, you know, even two years ago, it was say a 21 year old against an 18 year old when Webb uh, did finish what third or second in the series. So I think you got to factor that in too. I know. Yeah, I didn't really realize there was that big of a gap. But you're right. Jmart is older than people think. Um, well, it's like Moosecan somehow is Dungey's age. Like no one yeah, really thinks about yeah, that. But how bizarre is that? <laughs> Um, all yeah. right, the next group of guys, Jeremy Martin's number one challenger, will be JT. I'm going to go with Savachi. Okay. I'm going to go with Savachi. I think Savachi will be there all year long. Who do you go with? Uh, yeah, I would, uh, I'm going to shade toward uh, Savachi as well. Okay, both of you guys are wrong. It's going to be Zach Osborne. So. Um, all right. Okay. But honestly, yeah. Uh, I think Savachi will be right there. And if he beats Osborne, I won't be surprised. And if Osborne beats Savachi, I don't think either one of you two would be surprised, right? Or is, is there a, a clear difference from Joey to, to Zach in one of your guys' eyes? I like Joey. I think uh, he was third in the championship last year. And from what we've seen in Supercross from him, I think he's taken another step forward. Uh, he had somewhere around like seven podiums last year. So I just uh, I, I just like his chances. I think he's I think he's on his way to being a legit you know title threat. I don't I don't think he has what it takes to beat Jamar, but I think he's the next best guy. He finished 18 points ahead of Zach, and Osborne scored zero points at Glen Helen and one point at Hangtown. But then Joey scored zero points at Wash, uh, Second Moto. So um, yeah, if everybody's healthy, yeah, you just yeah. there's going to be zeros in there somewhere. Yeah, I I, uh, I think Osborne. I, I mean, look, talk about age. How old is Osborne? 26. 27? Is he is he 30? Gotta, gotta be. I mean, he raced uh, he's got Bud's a, Creek in 05. He's got a child. I just so he's gotta I, be, I'm going to go back to be 27 this year. I'm going to go back to my theory. I'm going to go back to my theory on if you have a child, perhaps it's time to get out of the 250 class. Christian Craig, Zach Osborne. Just, that's just that should be something that people should look at. If you have a child, <laughs> it's time to move on. What about like 16 and pregnant? <clears throat> Yeah, we can make exceptions if you were on a TV show or, yeah, you, you knocked up a chick or whatever. What but. if you're Kyle Regan dating a chick that was on 16 and pregnant? See, there's a lot of loopholes here. Well, we have to have like a five-man committee. Roger, Mitch, me, uh, Lurch, and Irv. And we'll have a committee, a five-man committee. All right, fair enough. But uh, if, you, if you have a child, maybe, yeah, maybe it's time to get out. But no, I, I man, I hope Davalos doesn't announce on Instagram that his wife is Craig. I really hope that doesn't happen. <laughs> Marty's in this class. We thought Marty was riding four fifties, but Marty's riding two fifties. So good luck to Marty. We yep. hope we we look forward to his uh, five or six motos this year. Um, Osborne had arm pump surgery. I think he's feeling good. I, I think he's older. It's his time. The bike is good. But I wouldn't be surprised if Savachi beats him. But I like Osborne to uh, give J-Mart the most trouble. And then I think Nelson and uh, will be there, Jesse Nelson. He's been riding outdoors for a while. You know, he got hurt early in Supercross. Nelson, I think, will be right there, uh, especially at Glen Helen and Hangtown. He's good on those tracks. Um, sneaky good, I think, Jesse Nelson will be. Um, and let's talk about Cincerillo, or, or unless you guys have some comment on Nelson and Sabachi and Osborne. No, I think Nelson's going to be good. One other guy I would throw in that group, I think Craig could, could do something. Uh, he was okay. good last year yep. uh, in spurts, and I think he's, you know, obviously that was a weird situation. He's kind of thrown back into it. Um, I wouldn't be surprised to see him right in that group as well. He was very inconsistent, I felt like, last year when he came back. Like, obviously he came back at Thunder Valley, and he rode pretty well uh, for his first race back, but then he was sort of, um, you know, on and off the podium, or, or on and off in a race, you know, and then I mean, he's got to be in a better shape than he was last year. He's a full-time racer now and everything, but a little worried about his inconsistency, but he's certainly pretty fast. I think a lot of that is the confidence thing that he's got probably rectified 
uh, now. I don't think he knew exactly where he was at or how it was going to go last year, and he had never been consistent. But now that Supercross has been pretty solid across the board, I think he'll, that will help him solve a lot of that because every week I think he's going to be like, okay, I got this. Now uh, let's talk about Cincerillo a little bit. Um, Dan Truman is a little bit – I'm surprised he's a little bit down on, on AC than I, I would think. Like to me, look, Adam, let's hope he stays healthy. Good God, if he gets hurt again, you know, there can be some serious questions asked if there's not already being serious questions asked. But I think this kid's going to do well. I think he's been riding out there for a while. His wrist injury is better. Um, he's got a trainer. He's working with Kenny Roxon a lot. Um, I, I just see this guy. I see him being top five most weeks, podiums here and there, and a win here and there. That's what I think Adam can do, and I think he'll be top five in the points at the end of the year. What do you think, JT? Yeah, I, I'm worried about. I'm worried about the. Staying uh, here healthy we go. Thing. No, I'm worried about staying healthy. Uh, Other than no, that, no, I don't good. have a lot of concerns. He's good, bro. Well, he's been good every time he's come into a series, right? <laughs> no, I know. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> like I talked to him, and he's like, yeah, I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> yeah, which he is. I'm just, yeah. If he can stay healthy, he will be, yeah, somewhere in the you agree with what I said? five in the series. Yeah, podiums, top fives, maybe a win here and there. Yeah, I agree with yeah. that. Uh, Weege, what do you think? Yeah, I think if he's healthy, I think just his natural ability puts him there. But uh, it's still, it's still unfortunate because I think, I think that hype that still surrounds him makes even three to five uh, tough. Like I, I think he wants to win. I mean, that's his goal. I, that's that's what he was. I believe that's what he was put on this earth to do. So, and that's where we were last year, right? He was pretty good. Uh, I think people forget now. It seems like forever ago, but he was okay. You know, until Bud's Creek, and he actually almost won Bud's Creek, and then he got hurt. But yeah, he I got assume a, that's the position he'll be in again. He got a third. That, he got a third in Tennessee in a moto. He got second in High Point. Uh, he got a second at Bud's Creek. Right. He got second in the in last moto. moto that he raced. Yeah, yeah, in the moto, yeah. the last moto he raced. Exactly. He got second. Right. So he was getting better, uh, but I don't think you know it was okay. You know, I think unfortunately with AC, it's like the standard is still. I think where some are like, that kid needs to just go out and hold shot in Hangtown and just show him what's up and go one one, which is just not realistic. But I think that's what he would like to do, and that's where what he could do. So even if he's getting three to five, it's still like, man, uh, when is he going to get it all the way back? Because I think he can. I think. Well, I believe on paper, talent wise, he's the one guy that has a wild card. I'm like, you know what? He could maybe go after J-Mart if all the pieces no, were in place, but I just no. don't think they are because of the injuries. No, no, no because, yeah. it, because of current circumstances, correct? Yeah, yeah, I can't can't see him doing that. I mean, what's what do you think, JT? Best case for Adam? Like, do you think he challenges J-Mart? Best case. Best case scenario, um, I think he'd keep it close, but I just think J-Mart, he's too well, polished and has too much. One thing you've got to keep in mind, too, about Adam is he's a monster now. Like, like seriously, he's so big for <clears throat> he's big yeah. for that bike now. He really yep. is. And J Mart yep. is not big for his bike. Breaking, shocking, breaking news here. So that matters in this class. And Adam is big now, man. So you know, Mitch, <clears throat> those Mitch bikes, they're good. Nothing wrong with them. They do not have an advantage on the competition like they used to. Fair to no, say, they JT? Don't. They don't. They're no. they're obviously competitive. Yeah. And I I have predicted that. Adam will whole shot a moto, and I think at one point he and Austin Forkner will be top five. Both of them will be top five in a moto at one point. But they don't have anywhere near the advantage they used to have, say, mm-hmm. six years ago. I have in a second. I, gr- okay, go ahead, Weech. Yeah, I guess what I'm saying here is, in a perfect world, I think he does have the talent and ability to go after J-Mart, but it probably isn't going to happen because of all the off yeah. time. And I don't think he's probably exactly where he wants to be right now with their wrist injury. So that's somewhat disappointing in its own. Even if he's getting three to five, which is great, I'll still be thinking, man, he could be up there winning races, but all these setbacks are are, are robbing us of what we could see. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he stays yeah. healthy, though. I don't know. Maybe I just I hope so. I'm buddies yeah. with him a little bit, I guess, but I, I think he stays healthy. I really do. I think he knows he has to stay healthy, which that doesn't mean much, but maybe it's just in the back of your head like, hey, man, Take this, take this spot. Although he's not a crasher, it's not. It's not like he's like gotten injuries because of big, huge cartwheels, you know. So, yeah. shoulders, shoulders were something that is hereditary, according to him. 
and we're going to happen anyways, and they were fixed, and the wrist is just a, a dumb crash, I guess. It was nothing nothing big, so. Um, I have the next guy in my group. I have a, a Savachi, Osborne, Nelson, Adam. Webb's off to the side because he's a question mark. Webb is in the stew category, in the you know, if you go by my write-ups. Webb's over there on the left with a question mark, just like Stu was. Um, by the way, though, Weege, did you see the Stu video? No. Oh, Dirt Rider Instagram. Stu at Comp Edge. He looks good. He looks really? Oh, he looks good. Dragon back wheel tap over a hill. Oh. It almost sucked JT and I back in. We almost. In, whoa, 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 whoa. I was never almost back in. <laughs> yeah, you were. I Truman. I could hear it in your voice. No. Yep. No, I promise you. Yeah, no, no. You were back in. <laughs> um, no. Anyways, uh, so. <clears throat> you're very bad at discerning voices, if that's what you think. You're bad at not being back in with Stu. I don't want to be back in. You I'm need, as out as it gets. You need to be back in because it's on. I'm telling you, if they had top 20 in Moto Dynasty, he would not be on my team. Savachi, Osborne, Nelson, Adam is my list of contenders to J-Mart, and then I have Plessinger. I think Plessinger will be sneaky good. Nah, I don't know if sneaky is the right word. Sneaky. But, I don't, yeah. Yeah, I don't think. His last five motos were like 2, 3, 4, three, 2, 1. Or uh, 3, 4, 4, 2, 1. Yeah. Yep. That's not very sneaky. Yep. What do you think, Weege? Best mud rider in the world, his dad? Yeah, but that's fun around the world. Benny will tell you. Uh, yeah, that's not sneaky. He, he's right in that mix, man. I think the only thing we have to see from him is uh, if he can just get it done uh, on any track under all conditions. You know, now we know specifically if you had every race of the year in Indiana, you'd probably have a perfect season. But uh, I just want to see if he can still do it at Glen Helen or Thunder Valley or different types of tracks. That's the only thing I'm worried about. And yeah. he's huge, but he's proven that's not a problem. Yeah, who's taller, him or Adam? They might be pretty close, huh? I think Aaron is. Aaron is, yeah. Um, all right, let's talk about uh, the, the the rookie, the kids, Forkner and Charbonneau. Weege, what about this Charbonneau dude? Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that anyone on the team even wants to try to link him with uh, Forkner. I don't think they're looking for that kind of pressure or expectations or anything like that. Um, I mean, as an amateur, he's okay, but uh, it wasn't like Forkner that was pretty much winning everything he was in, you know, each level of bike. Um so I think that's more of a work in progress, but we've definitely seen the last few years guys that were more under the radar, they just figure it out when they're pros. Mm-hmm. But I don't think you're going to see anything crazy this season. Um, are you surprised, Weech, that they're giving him a shot on the team for outdoors? Are they, is this is – this this, I feel like it kind of came out of nowhere, but maybe they were waiting on Mookie and all that. But Yeah, it is a little weird, but the only thing I would say that gives me a little confidence is I guess it was literally – Morocco, seeing him out there riding with the other guys on the team, thought he was ready, and he should know as well as anybody, right? Did, did, so, did Larocco just grunt? Larocco, did he just grunt? He, he just pointed. I think he just pointed. <laughs> he's, he, <laughs> so, he's like gladiator. So, he's like gladiator. He just points and thumbs up or thumbs down, and then he walks off. Yeah, that's right. You know, there's plenty of band friends, agents, wackos, hangers, honors, girlfriends, wives, sisters, moms, who will tell you that some young kid is awesome. But that's the Rocco doesn't fit any of those categories. So if he approves, I've got to figure they know something. So Rocco, the furthest thing away from a man friend and a, the glitz and glamour of, of these professional riders that you can get, perhaps? That's my point. Yeah, that's yeah. my point. Right. Um <laughs> Do you guys think that Craig deserves to be in that next group? Savachi, Osborne, Nelson, AC, Plessinger? Does Craig go in there? I kind of have him. I have him in yep. the, Yeah? I think so. Yeah, I absolutely do. And, in that. and Justin Hill? I don't know. I don't know. I don't think we've, we have enough info on him. You know, he's been out for so long, and it's tough to really know if he's been riding a lot or what his deal is. Mm-hmm. Remember, he got second at Glen Helen last year. Remember that? Got, yeah. Got, yeah, second at Glen yeah. Helen. Um, yeah. Okay, so Forkner. Um, the, 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 the people who talk about Forkner seem to be all over their map like, ah, this kid, he'll be good, he'll be okay, and then this kid's going to win, this kid's going to go top three. There's a lot of hype for this kid, I feel like. And we even got an email from Kawasaki saying, leave him alone at Hangtown. And I'm like, huh? Really? There's 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 people that are like wanting to, to, to bug the kid? Like, Am I missing the boat on this, JT? Like, is is this kid that good? Uh, I don't think so. I don't. I don't think he's been that, you know, 
blown up or anything as far as publicity. I, I think it's kind of much ado about nothing. I think there's plenty of other storylines than Forkner. Okay, that's kind of where I'm at, but some people don't seem to think so. Well, I, I can understand them wanting him to have a low, as low pressure as possible, which you guys could create pressure, I guess, in their mind. But uh, for them to go out of your way and say, hey, leave him alone, I think is a bit silly. Well, that's Weege. Weege is the one who creates this pressure. Um, well, it was strange, though. Yeah, I was asking the guys if we could do something, but, you know, I said, oh, I'll just call you at the end of the day and we'll just see what we need and what you think he can do. And so I, then the idea of the blanket email sent to all the motocross media, I was like, well, I mean, you could have just told me no, and I would have been <laughs> fine. But but, well, uh, but it makes me wonder, was, did that mean five other people were asking at the same time? Maybe they were. Yeah, yeah. No, maybe this maybe this was um, this was something I didn't know about. But um, how's he going to do is the question. Weech, how's he going to do? Well, and you probably have heard the same things. Uh, supposedly, you know, when he's ridden with pro guys and, like, legit dudes, you know, I think even, like, 450 guys like Bogle and Kennard in Oklahoma, supposedly he's ripping. Supposedly he's going as fast as everyone. So it comes down to that classic, will that actually all translate over into a race? And will he have 30-plus two in him? Uh, so I'm going to just side with what we've seen happen with a lot of these kids before, and I think he's going to come out of the gates crushing it at the first couple races because he's probably been motoing down while these guys are doing Supercross. Mm-hmm. And then uh, the real question is going to be, does he have the endurance for the whole motos, and does he have an endurance for the entire season? I think you're going to see some crazy flashes in the first couple races. But my bigger question like, is, you know, is the okay. boy strength, man strength. Does uh, that make sense? Top five? Boy strength versus man strength. Yeah, top five crazy? Uh, finishes? Yeah, I could totally see okay. him getting top five in uh, one of the motors that hang down. Absolutely. All right. JT, what yeah. do you think? <sighs> yeah, I think it's going to be tough. Um, I, I don't. I would say top five is possible. Uh, it's it's going to be tough, though. Um, man, you know what we see of these first rounds is that everyone thinks they can win the title and everyone goes for broke. So... Um, you yeah, know, I, you know, you know who went for broke at Hangtown was Bobby Bonds. <laughs> well, Grant Langston sent him to broke. <laughs> broke him, but <laughs> yeah, that was a crazy. Uh, I was on the team that year. It was a crazy deal. It was an insane deal. Yeah, it was. Uh, it was a little much. That's for sure. Yeah, yeah, it was a little much, and then there were some words after the races, and everyone yeah. yelling at everybody, and people on our team yelling at each other, and I'm just like, oh wow, okay. <laughs> All right. Um, anyways, um, yeah. So top five for Forkner. I yeah, think- I think I think it's possible, but I'm I'm a little worried because I, like I said yesterday, I just don't. When I've watched him race his amateur races, he's he hasn't started all that well. He's gotten rough starts at times, and you can't do that at this level. If you want to be a top five guy and you're a rookie, you can't start 18th. You just can't. Mm-hmm. So I think he's got to fix that because he was starting, he was gating poorly against amateur guys, and that's not a good sign. So if he can nail the starts, which, you know, Hangtown has had a, a record of rookies starting well there. So if he can continue that, then that sets him up well for success because he'll be at the front, which he's used to riding with guys at the front. He's used to winning. So I think mm-hmm. that will help him. But I'm just worried if he gets a bad start, it's gonna it's gonna turn out like Millsaps did in 2004, where he's just in 17th all day long and can't do anything about it because everyone's really good. All right. Yeah, even as recently as the Daytona uh, thing this year, which is not the stiffest competition of all amateur races, like he was barely getting it done for that reason. Yeah, he'd start like sixth or seventh against you know mm-hmm. not nearly the level of talent he'll be out here now, and he could barely make that up. Um, so, yeah, that is a worry, but I just feel like for whatever reason, these kids just come out of the gates flying, just at Hangtown at least. Webb did the exact same thing, you know, a couple of years ago when he started. They just, they're so fired up or whatever, pressure right. free or whatever it is. Yeah. Hey, thanks for listening to the VTOsports.com RacerX podcast presented by Fox Racing. Racetech people, Racetech.com. These guys have been in business for over 30 years, supplying racers, riders, and tuners with factory-level suspension to everyday racer. There's a lot of top suspension guys in the pits that got their start with Racetech. Trust me on this. There's more than a few guys that have learned underneath Paul Feed and gone on to, uh, to great things. Paul Feed, the original suspension guru. I guarantee you... 
eh, probably 82.7% of you people listening to this podcast need some sort of suspension work, whether it's uh, just a simple oil change with new bushings and seals, give your bike some love, whether it's the right spring rate for your weight and or speed, or maybe you just need some revalving on the machine to uh, help you uh, take first place in that Chicken Licks Raceway. Something something uh, on your bike needs attention for Race Tech. I guarantee you. Freeze, Gilmore, some of the guys just using uh, Race Tech Privateer Proven. They work with uh, Ben LeMay also. They're back with Ben LeMay. And uh, they offer a full line of Race Tech high-performance springs. These springs are called high-performance because they're extremely lightweight for their rates and feature the tightest tolerances in the industry. You want to save 10%? At uh, Racetech, go to PulpMX2015. When you order, you can save 10% at Racetech.com. And they're uh, proud sponsors of this podcast, and we thank you guys. All right. Back to the show. Michelin tires are back, people. MichelinMotorcycle.com. Michelin Starcross 5, brand new, available in hard, medium, soft, and sand. Uh, their off-road tires are some of the best ones out there, and they've revamped this whole lineup. There's no one who knows these tires better than our own, Chris Kiefer. When they're calling it comfort casing technology, what are they talking about? Is this a fancy marketing term or what? No, it's actually the carcass of the tire itself, so how much it flexes or how you know sidewall stiffness that you have when you come into corners. And what's cool about this tire is even from the previous version, on the MH3, it gives more. So when you hit square edge or you're coming out of a corner with some bumps, it has some give to it. And it's more comfort, so it doesn't feel so rigid. A lot of that has to do with the, the CCT. So you're telling me the comfort casing at the end of the day, maybe it helps you a little bit to have some suspension in tires. Yeah, obviously it's flexing a little bit, but also, too, when you come into corners, you don't want it to roll on you. So they've got that dialed in to where you come into a corner and you still have enough stiffness where it grabs and bites, but yet straight line, you have comfort. Hey, as a former factory mechanic, Kiefer, I know all about mounting tires, um, so no problem for me to mount anything. Right. Well, maybe not a moose. Uh, you found mounting these new Michelin's uh, pretty easy, actually. Yeah, I'm a great test rider, but my mechanic skills are novice at best, so mounting the tire wasn't too bad. They sent me a bunch of tires to mount before testing, and I was out there busting in the garage, and normally you got to put some tires in the sun, let them soften up a little bit, but this... Um, the bead rolls on really nice. I didn't have to struggle. No curse words were, were sworn in the garage. So uh, it was a lot better for me, you know, putting these on. Four versions of this tire. They cover all the uses, Kiefer. Reduced weight, comfort casing technology, mounting, traction, handling. They do it all. Starcross 5, MichelinMotorcycle.com. Thank those guys. Check them out, the local dealer people. These guys know tires and they know what they're doing. The next group of guys I have, Amart and Hampshire, Jordan Smith. Hill, Oldenburg, McElrath. Uh, Bichelle even got eighth in the points last year. That's kind of lost a little bit. I don't have him in my list, but good job for Matt. Uh, maybe we're underrating him. He had a tough Supercross season. But, um, yeah, Amart, like, Phil, Filthy Phil does not give compliments out very much, and he told me that Amart's really riding well. Like, Johnny O killed him. D- doing his brother's training program killed him. Hence the, the poor Supercross result. He's working with Swanepoel. He's doing less because he's you know older than than his brother, and it's really working out, and he's riding well. So let's see if Amar can repeat the magic. Because I mean, obviously, I think last year he was big, probably the biggest surprise, right? Yeah, biggest surprise, so. Amar. You know, so rough uh, Supercross season for him. I so. mean, is is he going to turn it around? Well. If by turn, can he get can he win a moto like he did last year? Can no, no, no. I'm oh. saying from Supercross because it hasn't gone well this year. Yeah, yeah. I think he can. New team, yeah. you know, better bike. Phil, um, Phil says so. Yeah, and it's it hasn't been a question of his riding. It's crashes and mistakes, mm-hmm. and I he's gonna have to fix that as we said all year long. And I know that's not great analysis, but it's glaringly obvious right. of what the problem is. Is you know he was third at Oakland, loses the front end and crashes, and it's just time after time right. of. Great result, great result coming, and then, you know, he ends up 14th. Weege, um, yeah. break down Hampshire and Smith and who's going to do better and their outdoor seasons, because I, I can't. I give up. Yeah, they're very much, it seems, interchangeable and, and, and similar. Even their Supercross seasons were. Uh, I'm still going to shade a little more toward uh, Hampshire. I feel like the speed that I thought Jordan Hampshire would show or has I mean, he was crazy fast at times as an amateur. Uh, I think he's just been beaten down and crashed and gotten hurt so much that I don't think he's been able to get back to that and show that. Uh, And he still has some of the problems with the inconsistency 
uh, without the massive speed now. It's okay. I mean, he's not slow by any means, but he's not whole shotty motos or anything like that and, and leading laps. I feel like Hampshire is a little more consistent. So I'm still going to pick Hampshire ahead of uh, Smith because I think their highs are the same and the lows are lower uh, for Smith. But, man, this whole class, so much of it is <clears throat> a lot of guys that are good, talented on good teams, and who gets a breakthrough, who gets a confidence boost at the right place and the right time. It's like the lightning in a bottle. 450 guys, you already know what you have. Mm-hmm. And he, we probably mentioned six guys already that one race either direction could change their entire season. That's hard to predict. Yeah, no, I, I agree with you. And there's not much. To, Hampshire is a little bit more consistent than Jordan, but even Hampshire yeah. is up and down a little bit. So it's a big year for both these guys. I think they're both their contracts are up. No, they just put their no, they, they're been resigned. Re-signed. Oh, they did. Both of them. They, yeah, they've already been resigned. resigned. Yeah. Yep. Oh wow. Okay. Right. That was right. in the uh, two fifty. Uh, team guide that okay. Stalo did. Okay, they re- race wrecks online. Then they re-signed both both dudes. All right. Um, yep. Should be interesting to see. Yeah, they're, they're they. I remember last year they were so crazy and consistent. Neither one could put together two motos. It was hilarious. And they would do the opposite. Right. They would yeah. do the opposite. It was yep. just you're just like, come on, guys, put it together. It's so hard for these kids, JT, to be consistent. Like so hard for them to just. But why is that? I don't <clears throat> get it. Is it because the bikes are closer? You know what I mean? Like they are all they're, they're they're all revving these things all the way, you know. And, and one little mistake, it takes you, it takes you, you know, five laps to make up a mistake on the track um, that you make because the bikes are so close. And so I think it's because the pace is higher, and these guys have to push the edge so hard to reach that pace. But they make that, mistakes. Yeah, their their odds of making you know just a little mistake and losing the front end or something are, are much greater. Yeah, maybe. It's weird to see. The, the, I think it's so closely matched too. Like it's so closely matched. It was like go back to what JC said about Fortner. Like to get two consistent starts is hard, no matter what. Mm-hmm. And none of them are like good enough to start third in a moto and finish third, and then start fifteenth and also get third. It's like they get a good start, they'll have one good moto. If they get a bad start, they're just screwed. Okay. Um, uh, McElrath, uh, I think he's ninth overall last year. He's, he's he's in good shape. He's consistent. He's actually one dude that's pretty consistent. Now, is he yeah. up near the front? No, but he can get top tens. When you look at his results from last year, he got a podium at Glen Helen, and when you look at his results, he was basically in the top ten almost every other moto. So somebody to, to maybe think about as far as a sleeper. And, and Justin Hill, who knows? Justin Hill can go either way. Uh, big series here, JT, for Arno Tonus. This is big. If it doesn't work out again, uh, I hope you like going. I hope you like the GPS, Arno, because that's where you'll yeah. be, that's where you'll be at. I agree with you. This is the last shot. Yeah, this is this is it. So, Got third last year in one moto. <laughs> yeah, going going back to fist fighting hurlings every weekend. <laughs> right. So no, he's probably too, I, I think he's too old. <laughs> he can't, he can't, he's too old. Well, hurlings will move up, and then yeah. they'll be back at it. Yeah, I don't. I think I think he's going to do well, though. I just don't know if he's going to be able to stay healthy, slash, not sick, slash, you know, shoulder stay in socket. All the problems he's had, mm-hmm. he's got. He same thing as Cincerillo. I mean, he has, the results are there, the talent's there, but if he can't stay on the track, then all that's useless. He has sneaky good potential, right? Potential to be one of those guys that, like, hey, look at him. Or no, are you just writing him off? He's got. He's got to be on the podium. Oh, why well, he ain't gonna be on the podium? You don't think? No. No, I just meant like sneaky good, like four, five, six guy. For Tonus? Yeah. I mean, he got third in a third in a moto washugal first moto back. It's muddy as hell. It was. It was a mud bath. It was. You know. I don't know. I, okay. I mean, whatever. He got third in. I, I think it's. He's certainly capable of it. I, I would. Definitely think he's capable of it. It's not like he's up against Rocks and Tomac or Dungey. You know, he's up against guys like Jesse Nelson, which is, uh, you know, that sounds bad. Coming <laughs> it kind of mouth, did. But, it kind of did sound bad. <laughs> but you got to realize who you know. These guys are are inconsistent, and they're not the polished guys that the 450 guys present. Mm-hmm. So I think Tonus could get on the podium. Absolutely, I do. Weege, what do you think of Tonus? Sneaky good potential. We don't want to spend a lot of time on this show, but uh, there was a big conversation with me, you, a couple of agents, team people in Vegas when we had all this free time with the mud. What? Uh, of the Ar- Yeah, we had a big discussion about this. The, we did? The Arno Tonus' type taking a flyer 
versus oh, yeah. you're always champion of the triple. Yeah, you're always the yeah, champion yeah, of the yeah. hard work. No, these you like Kevin on dead. Kyle Chisholm, you know, these, the solid uh, dude. These idiots, the yeah. No, these idiots on these teams are just morons. Like, seriously. I just, I don't get it. But here's the problem now. It is very easy, 18 months into Tonus's now not going very well at all time in the U.S., to now say that was a bad move. But all you have to do is watch the guy ride to know he's, the potential is world class. Like, the dude can ride awesome. Okay. So we, it's very easy now, 18 months in, to say, okay, this isn't working out. And it probably won't. This illness deal he has, I don't think, is ever fully solved. I mean, anytime you hear a guy saying, I can't train right and my endurance is tough, and you're going into outdoors, doesn't sound good. Is that what he's been saying? But, uh, Have you, did you talk to him, or did someone talk to him? Is that what he's been saying? I thought he was. Supercross, we had an interview with him, and he even admitted, like, you know, it's still never probably going to be fully solved. Uh, uh, I don't like you know, that. That reminds me of. No, that's what I mean. Like,. I mean, it kind of reminds me of what we saw from Bowers this year in Supercross. Was he technically over the Epstein bar? I suppose so. But, I mean, look at how it turned out. Awesome for six laps in the heat. Terrible for 15 laps in the main. I know he said that that wasn't why. He would just forget to breathe in the main events is what he said. But I think these yeah. guys are dogged by this stuff. So I'm not expecting much out of Tonus. But if you watch him ride, I think you could see why Mitch was interested in the first place. The dude can ride. He's got some magic. Much much higher level of talent than a lot of these other guys that you always want these teams to hire. Well, but I just don't uh, think you're going to see it, unfortunately. Well, well, call up the Lowe's and call up Tonus and get them on over here. Get pay them big money because <clears throat> it's awesome. <laughs> like to me, if you're going to sign a dude from Europe that's kind of unknown, you know, you better be damn sure that he's solid. A, a BT, uh, you know, obviously Ben had injuries, but he, Ben, if Ben hadn't been hurt, he, you know, he's a world class rider. Uh, a Ben Townley, a Pashawn came over and was world class. You know, Mitch kind of plucked, Mitch plucked Purcell out, plucked uh, Pashawn away. But there's so many more misses than hits with these guys. Like you could pay at Amart. What do you think Tonus is making? Probably 200, 250 JT. I would uh, say being on Mitch's team, I would say somewhere between 150 and 200 at the most. The you most. can you can get three Amarts for one Tonus. You could literally pick up three Amarts and put them in your sack, take them to the grocer, cash them out for one Tonus. Give me, give me three Amarts all day long. Like you still need a star, you still need a superstar. You know, you, you, Amart doesn't have the star potential, but that's why you have Adam and Savachi and maybe Bowers. Let's say you know in Supercars, those are your guys that hey, you're gonna win. But I need a second guy. So give me three Amarts over the Swiss dude that we're not quite sure about over Matthew Lillo's. Over Ben Coisey or any of these dudes, so that's all. Because also too, like you do this to sell bikes and sell gear. None of these dudes have fan bases. Purcell has zero fan base. Come on, let's be realistic here. Purcell has no fan base. He doesn't sell anything. He has to get on the box. Johnny Knowles likes him. <laughs> Johnny Knowles doesn't pay for anything. So. Like, at least, like, the Amarts and the Audettes and the Chisholms, like, they're heroes somewhere in America, right? We all agree they're heroes in their local town, city, whatever. They they could be selling bikes and gear. And, and you think help. so? Uh, sure, yeah. You think you think those guys are are actually, people are going in, you know, you know what? I'm going to buy that gear because Kyle Chisholm wears it. Well, I think it's a better chance of that than I'm going to buy this gear because Purcell wears it. But you're missing the global the global <laughs> side, too. That that's that's uh, key yeah. for a lot of brands There's, and the global it comes side into is the conversation. The global side is the MXGPs. No, the global side is these brands are marketing globally. So if you can get a rider that's doing well in the USA but also has a following in another country, then you're getting you know two dollars for your, your one dollar. Well, so. I would say the sales of everything over here is huge, much more bigger than Europe. You know. Okay. Well, I'm just saying that <laughs> Kyle Chisholm's sales in the U.S aren't really, you know, tipping the needle for how you're going to steer your whole budget. That's all I'm saying. Right. So, yeah, three A-marts for a Tonus. Let's do it. Um, all right, uh, what else? Uh, Davalos? Yeah? No? Uh, I'll just step out of this one? You guys can t- debate this? <laughs> I, have, I have no opinion until I see him out there. I think he'll be fast in practice. I think he'll be six, seven, eight in practice. And then I have no idea what happens after that. Marty's good at Washougal, if he can make it. Marty's good, good at Colorado, Washougal. too. Is He's he? got a podium Is and he? a moto at Colorado. Colorado? Um, Kyle Peters could be underrated, Weege. 
Resland could be underrated a little bit. Like guys that are pretty solid. Like Peters is all Peters does is get poor starts and, and but then ride the same speed for thirty minutes. Like that's his that's his mo. Whoever like ends up, yeah, unfortunate. I think that team is. Uh, I don't think that team is in for the full. I think they've only said they're in for the first three for now. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Uh, okay. Peters, the ride three fifty five, or cross land really is what we call it. So, is there, uh, but we'll see. These there, things have a way of sometimes working out. There's not much teams out there that has more confusion than the ride sixty five and Freddie Norn and and Kyle Peters and 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 what they're doing and Rocky and Rocky Mountain. Everything's all murky in there. So, um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, no, Peter, Peter's fast. Yeah, Rensland, Peter, uh, Rensland, um I think Rensland really needs to get something done here. Like, I like him. You like him. I think he's got potential. But uh, this jer- needed to be a breakthrough Supercross season for him like it was for uh, Nichols, his teammate, but it wasn't. He's, so he kind of needs to, you know, get some spotlight on him here. Yeah, I didn't talk about Nichols. How's Nichols going to do? Top 10 guy? Bobby or Colt? Uh, Bobby will be probably golfing a lot. Colt, right. I think, could be top 10. Yeah, I think I think he'll be somewhere nine, between ten, six and twelve. Yeah, nine, ten, eleven. Or okay, six, six and twelve somewhere. Um, yeah, it should be interesting to see. He's officially with Star, I guess, next year. I believe that's already done. He is. Yeah, yeah, I think so. Yeah. Yep. yep. Um, I don't know if it's officially, but I. If so you guys ask Chase Stallo, it's not officially. But well, let's ask Transworld. Yeah. Let's, let's ask Transworld. Maybe yeah. we'll link to them. Um, yep. So Star's going to have uh, Nichols, Ferrandis, and Plessinger. Right. So, and maybe Amart. Amart's deal is up, but that's those are three for sure. I would, I would, I don't know what their plans are, but I would bring back Amart if I was them. I, yeah, I would too. Bring back Amart. What about yeah. what about three Amarts in a sack? <laughs> <laughs> Take three Amarts all day long. Take them. They're tiny. They fit into a sack. You can put them in the cu- put them in the cupboard. Easy. They're easy to fit. Um. <laughs> Uh, Peter, hey, Weege, if you think about Kyle Peters, he's basically a modern-day Jason Thomas. Like, not a lot of flash, can ride 30 minutes, doesn't get the greatest starts. You never go, oh, look at Kyle Peters, lay down a heater. You never say that about Kyle Peters. But then you look at the rolling result. Rolling tank? Is that what you called it? Called it? The rolling tank. <laughs> is that what you called it? I don't know. Did I make that up? Or there was they? a rolling tank, yeah. Yeah, I don't remember. Yeah. A, lot of my creati- yeah. a lot of my genius we just lost over time. Um, that was because well, at Bercy, my my passes to the front in the LCQ. Oh, my that's last. right. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you were done, bro. You were done. You were not going to make it, and then all of a sudden, fire. Caught no fire. one told me I was done. No, no one told you. You were not going to take that that diagnosis. Um, but, but hey, I'm a little curious on Nichols uh, here outdoors. I mean, dude, the hype on Nichols was legit to January and February, and. I go in and look at the results, and I'm like, one podium, a bunch of fourths and fifths. And it was like, oh, my God, build a team around this dude. Like, I don't mean to be <laughs> branded on a guy's parade. Right. And he hasn't even ridden outdoors pretty much ever yet because he was doing rain across two years ago, and last year he was hurt. Yeah. Um, so I honestly don't even know, but it was like he had, like, multiple suitors, didn't he? I'm sure. Well, dude, but don't, don't you remember he rode to the front a lot? Like, I'm going to the front. I gotta, yeah, yeah, he was falling yeah. ass. Like, I'm not, uh, I'm not joking, but... I mean, it was right. still one podium. He got one podium, and it was like, oh, my God, sign this dude. <laughs> wow, what's up? My yeah. only point is I haven't seen him race outdoors. Like, I don't even know if he's good. Maybe you're, he is. You're down on young young swag, swaggy, swaggy M. Yes. Isn't he in that, Y-U-N-G. Isn't he in that group? He's kind of in that group with Bogle. They're young, young swaggy peas or something. <laughs> yeah, something like that. I, I'm not wishing poorly upon him at all. Oh, yeah, you, you got a question I, mark. I, I, right. I, I cannot guarantee that he – I think people are already like, oh, yeah, he'll be right in the group because he was good in Supercross. I just need to see if he's as good outdoors because we haven't even literally seen it's, him race it yet. It's a good point. For the most part. Yeah, it, it, um, it's a good point. Uh, we didn't bring up A-Rod or Gannon Audette. They're on the Traders team. I don't know if Nick Gaines is back from injury or not, but he'll be there. Uh, Fry, another kid, um, you know, that, yeah. that we should see flashes of brilliance from and then maybe some not flashes of brilliance from Alex Fry. Um, yeah. Yeah. Anything else? Did I miss anything else? I want to ask you guys about surprises and disappointments and all that, but I think that's pretty good. We covered it. Yeah, it's pretty strong. Um, So, surprises, disappointments, shocking moments, and moto winners. Let's cover that. So, moto winners this year. Uh, J-Mart? Yes. 
Webb? Is Webb a moto winner? I don't think so. No. I don't think no. so. Uh, Savachi? Yep. Right? Yeah. Yep. Os- Os- oh, yeah. Osborne? Yep. I mean, both guys will get their first ever moto wins. You know, I'm going to say it, no. What? I'm going to say no. What's what's wrong with you? He didn't get his first Supercross win. I know. He came so close. I know. I, I And I like Zach. He's wearing my gear of choice. Yeah. I don't know. Maybe. I mean, he's obviously okay. a, you know, obviously I can't say absolutely not. Oh, no, no, yeah. Um, that's a variety to it. Nelson Moto winner? Yeah. I think so. I think, I think so. Yep. <laughs> yeah. but, but no Osborne. I can't believe it. I don't know. I, no. I mean, there's, Osborne wins a moto. Stamp it. Stamp I can't it. make it. I can't make a, a strong case against why he wouldn't win. Stamp it. Uh, Adam. I think Adam wins a moto or two. Uh, Plessinger. Right. Plessinger yes. will win a moto. Yes. Yep. Yep. Okay. Yeah, stamp that. All right. Did uh, I mean Craig, Amart? Nope. Um, nope. Did I? Is that it? Is that all the Tonus? The uh, Forkner? Am I missing anybody? We got to think. J Mart's going to win a lot of these motos, so we can't just say, "Yep, he's going to win." Yep, he's well, going to win because we're going to be wrong. We have one, two, three, four, five, five guys, and, and Osborne's on the fence. We have we have five stampets: Martin, Savachi, Nelson, AC, Plessinger. I'm not. I'm not I'm sold on AC. I'm not sure about AC. What? I'm not sure. I can't stamp a moto uh, win by AC. No, stamp AC, stamp Osborne. You stamp him. I'm stamping. I stamped them. in my pocket. I stamped them. They're already stamped. Stamp. It's double stamp. Right. Yeah. Um, okay. Well, Can't I triple just, stamp a double stamp. Okay. Well, how many guys won motos last year? I mean, you, you guys got to remember that. J-Mars, Not a lot. Savachi didn't even win one. Marvin and Martin. Uh, Plessinger, Martin, both Martin brothers. Uh, hard to see Alex winning a moto this year, in my eyes. Um, Cooper won a moto. Yeah, I guess there really was only one, two, three, four, five guys. Five guys won a moto last year. So, yeah, I guess if we go by the five guys again, Martin, Savachi, Nelson, AC, Plessinger, Osborne, that's too many. That's six. Yep. It's like having 22 weird, blackjack. Like, there you go. It's one of those weird things where I would put Osborne ahead of Nelson in points, but I would give Nelson higher odds of, of getting a moto win. I feel like Osborne does a can turn a bad moto into a good one, a bad start, a crash, or whatever, and still grind it out better than most of these guys, maybe just because he's a veteran. But uh, the Nelson has the ability to just hold shot and be like, where the hell did that come from? Just checking out. Okay. Um, all right, biggest surprise. Biggest surprise in the, in the series this year. Anything, anything at all. Um, I'm going to go with... Uh, um, I'm going to go with go since Cirillo stays healthy. Is that a, that would be a surprise, right? I mean, he hasn't been able to, so um, let's go that way. I think he will. It's so hard to classify what's a surprise or not when it comes to injuries. But, uh, all right, sure. Okay. My surprise um, is uh, I think I think Justin Hill's going to ha- have some uh, breakthroughs here. I think he's going to be good. Okay. Yeah, I, I, that's a question mark for me. I don't know. Uh, if he's good, it would not surprise me. I wouldn't be like, "Oh my God, where did this kid come from?" But I don't really know. So yeah. J- JT, I'm going to say Tonus is the highest placing points finisher on the Pro Circuit team. What? Yeah, the phone broke up. You just said Tonus would be the highest placing. I don't know him. Ahead of Savachi. Yep. Okay. All right. Surprise, I'd say. Um, yep, so then, so then he probably gets re-signed and st- keeps his ride. I don't think it happens, but it's that's my surprise. Right, that would be a shocking moment. You should put file that under shocking moment. And I have to be honest, I forgot about Savachi. I was thinking ahead of Forkner <laughs> and AC. If we're being honest, yeah. <laughs> I'll say I'll, I will retract it and okay. say ahead of Forkner and ahead of AC. How about we put? I can't it, put him. I can't put him ahead of Savachi. That just sounds stupid. Nah, I, I, that's why I'm like saying, wow. Why don't we put that okay, as well, a? I, Shocking that moment. Back. That's your shocking moment. How about that? Yeah. Shocking moment is that I forgot Savachi was on that team. I'll go with that, too. <laughs> I will also <laughs> go with that. Uh, all right. Biggest uh, – well, let's do shocking moments, and we'll do this point. Shocking moment um, for me, I'm going to go Shane McElrath wins a moto. 
Wow. I'm on McElrath's bandwagon a little bit. I'm quietly on his – I'm on the AC bandwagon. I'm on the Osborne bandwagon. Uh, I'm under – I'm half on the McElrath bandwagon. Like, I'm not all the way on it, but I'm half there. So – Wins a moto. Wins a moto. Maybe it's muddy. Maybe, hey, maybe it's muddy. Maybe some shit happens. I it's don't muddy, know. Nelson wins. Or Plessinger. Um, or Plessinger, yeah. Uh, McElrath. Yeah, just wins a moto. That's it. Shocking. So It is shocking. Weege, shocking moment. Filthy Phil. This is 250 class. I can't pick it. Just in general. Something. Well, some- he... Maybe he walks out on the track accidentally to, like, scout lines and Amar runs into him or something. I can't just pick him anyway. Well, we mentioned him yesterday in a shocking moment that Phil would do something. And we forgot that he hit an official last year. Um, He did? Yeah, he hit an official at at a race and sent the guy cartwheeling, flying. Um, He also... Was he the one that landed on uh, Garth Milan? Yeah. High point, too? Yeah. No, that was him. And uh, (laughs) and he was also the same guy that got kicked out of the... uh, Staging area because he had bare feet on. He had bare feet at high point. Bare feet on? He had bare feet on. He had, uh, he had bare feet at high point, and they said, you can't be here with bare feet, and he got really mad. So, again, whether it's a photographer, an official, or, or having bare feet on, or having bare feet. He probably went to see Troll, and Trolls have no shoes. Right. So he was trying to fit in. To fit in the cave, he needs, he needs no shoes. Um, so Filthy Phil's your shocking 250 motocross moment? Yes, yes, okay. of the 250 class. Okay. Yes. Um, all right, disappointment. Disappointment in this class. I think Chad Reed will have a rough outdoor championship. <laughs> I think Chad Reed will have two rough GPs. I, I do. I, I hate to say that. I just I don't know how this is going to go. I'm already on record as saying that. Can you put Burner? Like, can Burner dress up as Chad? <laughs> Burner's got to get ready for Aretas. I think he has a regional that weekend. <laughs> I'm going to Italy. I'm going to, to to the GP in Italy, so I hope he does well. Well, you don't sound very confident. Well, I hope so. I hope he does well. Um, okay, disappointment. I know. You know what my disappointment's going to be? I just I don't see Marty getting through this series. I really don't. I don't see him finishing 24 motos. I'm sorry. I'm always. I know I've always been there, but I just, I don't think it's going to work out. I don't think I'm gonna you're take- disappointed <laughs> over that. I'm going to take my disappointment is going to be Cinderella. Oh, dude. I know. It, it pains yeah. me to uh-huh. say Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, I like how he, like, he's our buddy. We all like him. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. But you're sticking to yep. your guns. I, I, I admire that, yeah. Um, all right, Weege. And this is, uh, this is tough. Is, um, your dis- is your disappointment Phil? <laughs> <laughs> no. No, I will be. Anything Phil does, even bad, is good. Yeah. So you cannot be disappointed. <laughs> right. um, I, I did get a I did get a text that says we talk about Phil too much, and I'm just like, how could you not? Just like we bring Phil up a lot, whether it's just just ran down the list. Like, how do you match that? Those three things right there, spectacular. Oh. Um, yeah, uh, I think uh, more struggles for the uh, outside of Craig. I think more struggles for these. Uh, these Geico guys that are looking for a breakthrough, the Hampshire Smith. Mm-hmm. Um, they need it. They want it. I'm sure they're trying hard. I'm not sure it's going to happen. Serious question here. Has Hampshire or Smith ever got top five in a moto? Uh, Hampshire, Hampshire I remember, oh. had third oh. in yeah, the bag in the last turn at That's Utah right. in a moto. No, at Indiana in the mud. Hampshire got fourth, it says, last year. And George- did Utah as well. Crashed on the last turn while third and handed two points over oh, to Jamar. Yeah, like he went literally inside of the finish yes, line. Yes, he went seven seven at Utah. But you're right. Yes, he had. Yeah, he had third. Um, oh, he went from third to seventh for yeah, that. Yeah, seven seven. Oh, wow, um, that's brutal. Yeah, he couldn't start his bike. But okay, oh. for reals though. So we only got like, and Jordan Smith uh, never did it. He got a he got a he got a fifth. So that would be tough. That's, that's top five, right? <laughs> Thank you. Um, <laughs> well, sixteen points. That's fifth, right? Yeah. Yep. So, anyways, kind of disturbing at a, the few top fives these guys have gotten. Like, you'd, you'd, you'd want a little more, right? Oh, uh, yeah. I'm I think sure they do. And, yeah. So. Bikes are They've good. They've got the talent. They just, need yeah. a, they just need the right things to happen. You know, it's like that's exactly what happens when you can't get things rolling. You crash with one turn to go before finally getting that podium, and then yeah. you finish seventh. Right. Like, that stuff keeps happening. Right. 
Okay, that's our surprises, that's our disappointments, those are our most shocking moments. JT's shocking moment is that he forgot Savachi was on Pro Circuit. Um, <laughs> and uh, there we go, 250 motocross. Jeez, uh, all right. Uh, all right. Weed, you're using your new phone? Yeah. So you... <laughs> Never mind. All right. Uh, RacerXOnline.com uh, forward slash subscribe to the magazine. And uh, Fox Racing, presented by Fox Racing. This has been the 250 Motocross Preview. Uh, thanks, guys. See ya. See ya. See ya. Thanks for listening to the Steve Mathis Show presented by Fox Racing. Don't forget to check out some of our past shows, including motocross legends such as The Bad Boy, Rick Johnson. I looked down and my hand was junk. I mean, yeah. it was sitting over to the side. The tendons were jerking in weird places. And my biggest disappointment with Danny Storbeck is that he never said sorry. Because Danny and I were friends, and we've never talked since. Brian Lunas. Before the 500 event, Dave and I fly to Germany, go down to Stuttgart. There's this little shop out the back of the mall factory. We get our cylinders, take them back, and, you know, off we go. And, you know, we ran Nicosil Cylinders as a factory part for a handful of years before anybody ever saw it in production. Dave Arnold. And McGill was all, you know how he did the big pancake thing? Right. And, right. and he's got the thing. He's completely laying on the gas tank trying to miss his tree. I mean, he would have gone even harder, jumped farther if that tree hadn't have been, you know, yeah. if, if it hadn't have been there. The Hurricane Bob Hanna. I love the guy. I don't dislike. I think he's the greatest competitor this sport ever had. That absolutely 100% in my mind. I firmly believe that statement I said about these modern-day guys in Switzerland or Poland or Belgium on 45 minutes on the same bike. You're not beating Roger. Are you crazy? They're not doing it. If they think they're so much better nowadays than they were in those days, they're fools. They're different bikes, different times. The beast from the east, Damon Bradshaw. It got to the point where I didn't want to leave home. And once I got to the race, I wasn't into it. If I wasn't going to give 100%, I'm not going to take their money. The working class hero, Doug Henry. It was definitely an emotional moment for me, just thinking to myself, that's it, you know, and it's, it's amazing the stuff that goes through your head in a short amount of time of the things that, you know, that I was going to miss. The daughter, Ron Machine. Until you really open your ears and you want to listen to what they're saying, it's like beating a dead horse, and, you know. And I know from personal experience, did anybody ever sit me down? Of course they did. Everybody did. Pro Circuits, Mitch Payton. There's two ways to make the money. One is you can sign for money, or two, you can earn the money. I'm a high believer in earning the money. I think they ride better when they earn the money. Seven-time Jeremy McGrath. I was so mad, like so disappointed and so frustrated that I just pulled piss and I left. Every point counts. I could kick myself to this day for not just riding around in tents. It's been no problem. My, my ego got in the way, you know? The O Show, Johnny O'Mara. Stuff that you could, you'd sit there if you didn't even want to ride it, you just wanted to just look at it all day. I mean, I got a chance to test all that. I like that era I was in, I really do. Search Pulp MX in the iTunes Store to enjoy these and over 800 great motocross podcasts. As the days and the months and the years.